And whatever you do, don't let it fall into the wrong hands. So basically, Shmogus, you, you guys walked into this room and uh, you just climbed up a very tall sort of like crankshaft and thrown a bunch of like copper coins down into it and heard like a creaking jamming noise that was somewhat disturbing. And the whole ground shuddered beneath you. And then you examined the room further and saw that the green sort of like valve logo type thing was there and Shmogus Borden grabbed it and then he disappeared entirely and the thing stopped glowing. It's just sort of receded to like a normal like gray color. So what do you guys do now? We'll deal with Borden in a sec, but I want to see what you guys do first. Um, uh, I'll panic. You I do. choose to panic. That's not what panic is. Well, you could describe how your character panics, but just saying it doesn't really have much of the impact. <laughs> oh, come on, Sam. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like he's buying time because he hasn't do, joined the role Do you game. Yeah, yourself I forgot the, the password. I forgot uh, the password, so I'm just trying to recover it. <laughs> Hence the panic. <laughs> okay, the so panic we're actually okay, we're experiencing what Arana sounds like when he's genuinely panicking. It's kind of it's kind of the same, really. It's not it's not that different. Yeah. Maybe he's panicking all the time. I mean, <laughs> you never know. Have we seen um, Brooklyn Nine Nine and the captain? Of course. Yeah. Oh yeah. Does, is he? Oh yeah, he just always looks the same, regardless of his emotional state. Velvet thunder. Velvet yeah. <laughs> thunder. Um, well, so this glowing thing—it was mm -hmm. connected to something, right? Uh, yes, it's connected to, or it sort of like interacts with a series of other sort of valves next to it, but they seem to disappear into the floor, and like it's like the tip of the iceberg, perhaps, of a larger mechanical device. Also, everybody can roll a history check, please. Even me. Yes, even you. In your disappeared state. Spoilers, you're not dead yet. Okay. Asker oh. is too traumatized by the loss of his incredibly recent, <laughs> recent friend to think of anything. Uh, Shmogus Borden is currently traumatized by having been disappeared from his friends. And Milksteak is just panicking in the corner. So I'll <laughs> say that perhaps Milksteak will gather his composure at some point. But at the moment, you remember nothing. I'm, I'm just loading up now. So I was just seeing bl bloody ads. So hopefully. Sweet. So just to, I'm going to draw here uh, freehand. So was this here? And this here, are these doors? I can't remember what the symbols mean. Um, okay, so this is like a, it's like a panel, like a section of wall that probably op opens or closes, but not in the traditional doorway, but in a more like mechanical way. Whereas this one over here is a door door. Okay, well, I suppose we're probably not going to be able to figure this out here. Maybe we need to explore, I'm thinking. What do you what do you say, milk steak? Uh, I'm up for exploring. I'm always um one second, what is going on? I'm just gonna remove my freehand shit. So I'm thinking let's see how do I ping again? I need the select move, right? And then there you go. Yeah, so down to that door door. 
can, uh, I want to go down and sort of see if I can somehow push it open or like does it seem locked? Okay, we'll deal with that in just a moment. But uh, Aranas, do you have a chance to do your history check yet? Uh, it's five seconds left for okay. the ads. So Let's I'll, do... I'll do the roll history check in a second. Let's do Schmorgesborden. Okay, you find yourself in a small room. Let me show it to you. Uh, polygon reveal. Just like as suddenly as you disappeared, you reappear in a small circular room. Do you see it? Yeah. Uh, where is yeah, Schmorgesborden? Yeah. I'm going to put you there. And you see around you an emerald vase. Uh, a series of other sort of like containers, uh, vases, things like that, and then a corridor ahead of you leading to a door, which I will show you here. And there's okay. also, uh, in the center of this little room, one of those circular, or like a crank shaft that you used in one of the previous rooms to open some like sliding doors. Okay. Um, last time there was like a glowing emerald thing. Didn't it contain like a child or something? Am I getting? Am I getting? Am I getting uh, mixed up? No, that it wasn't glowing. But you. It was a doll. Yeah, you found you found a doll in a treasure chest, but it wasn't like glowing in any way. Oh right. Okay. Okay. With a seven, Arnas has also no idea. He just continues to go about his merry. Sorry, Milkstake continues to go about his merry way. Um, just question here. Like we can't, I can't like say anything to um, uh, Smorgasbord now, right? As I like, you should probably try and do this, or because we can't speak, so I can't say anything. We don't know where we are. No. Yeah, I mean, technically, no, your characters can't speak to each other. If you have like a mechanics question, you guys can talk, but in theory, he's like on his own at the moment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I won't. All right. Okay. Yeah, I'm, 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 still, I'm still heading down to the door, door thing to test it. Okay. Uh, you yeah, go, I'll join you. Okay. You uh, go up to the door, and immediately behind it, facing okay. away from you, is a strange creature that I will try to show you. Ready? Shift Z. It looks like that. It's got kind of like the head of a baby in the body of like an incredibly armored sort of like knight. And it's currently facing away from you. It doesn't appear to have noticed you yet. Okay, so we need a whisper then. What's our plan? Should we try to interact with it or should we try to pounce on him? I feel like... What do you think? What should we do? Make a, both you guys make an insight check. And Schmogosborden, if you want to do something, just uh, let me know or prepare it in some way. Okay. Okay, so you guys both rolled exactly the same. Uh, and with a nine, you think to yourself, this random guy, he looks a bit different, a little bit weird, but you're not sure why. And that's the end. <laughs> I think we should try and interact. Uh, okay. 
Should, should I go first, just to be a meat shield, just in case he's going to attack and I can roll into, like, a, a, a bear, bear crocodile? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Any I'll, excuse. Yeah. yeah, any excuse just to fuck okay. shit up. It's me. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll get ahead of you, Joe. Uh, or ask you. Yeah, I'll just move so that you're standing yeah. close to him. So when he's not going to be able to pass, because, you know have broad shoulders and you know big bones right. I'll, I'll, I'll say i'll say something then yeah you shout i'll say uh, greetings there friend yield <laughs> you see you see this you see this creature like turn around suddenly and like stare at you with like vacant eyes and an open mouth like this and then it lunges at you with its spear and it doesn't even respond, which you right. find incredibly unsettling. Um, Trailing. Uh, and perhaps if you'd rolled a higher insight check, you might have more information. <laughs> I, I clicked twice. Uh, that's fine. Uh, whichever one goes into the order is the one that counts. Oh, okay. Which is strange though. Did you click it twice or did it just happen twice? Uh, it happened. It, it, that does happen sometimes. That's weird. Do I need to just given that I'm miles away? Um, yes. Let's do it just for funsies. Uh, I cannot click. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, and just click on your device. Yeah, just yeah, make sure your icon is selected. Yeah. Uh, Sean, just try again, but have your like icon selected at yeah, the time. Yeah, oh. I'm zoomed in, so it was a... Perfect, perfect. Okay. So the first to react is this weird baby in a suit of armor type thing that has a like jaundiced appearance and doesn't appear to have the ability to talk. And it lunges at Milksteak with its halberd, which is like a long pointy spear. Oh, I do and does a, does a 17 hit you? Uh, my armor is 16, so yeah, it does hit me. Okay. You take, wow, uh, 13 piercing damage. No, slashing damage. Okay, cool. That is the end of its turn. It is just going to stand there vacantly. Next up is Asgir. A scorching ray on him. I don't even know half my spells. I'm just looking at them now. I use the same ones again and again. I've got yeah, slider. I, 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 I used to like, that's, I changed the rounds because I had a lot of shit I never used because I thought it was useful. But I okay, so Scorching Ray, you've got three targets. First one's the do you shoot them all at the same target? Yeah, yeah, all, okay. on, all on him. Okay, so the 17 hits, the 23 hits, and the 10 misses. So that's a combined damage of 19 fire damage. Wow. As this sort of... Uh, Oh, wait. As these beams of energy impact his face and chest, they appear to just sort of like dissipate in a cloud of smoke. And uh, ask a roll uh, arcana check. Okay. Even with a 12, you get the sense that this creature is from the same sort of region as that spiky devil thing you faced in that tar filled temple. Do you remember? Yeah, and I think you guys had deduced even at that point that that it was uh, immune to the damages of fire. 
have done that. Uh, is there anything else you want to do with your turn? Uh, no. Okay, cool. Next up is Schmorgus Borden. Okay, so can can I can I hear what's going on? Can I kind of can I sense as a fight? Uh, no, in no way can you sense that. Okay, so I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm just uh, on my own, whistling away, and I think I'm going to. Can I um, check whether this green thing is magic? Sure, make an arcana check. Okay, with a twenty, uh, you get the sense that it is magical, but that it is like one way. This is like a receptacle rather than a rather than a transmitter. Okay. I, uh, I'm going to turn this thing in front of me. I'm going to try and turn this wheel. Okay, cool. You turn it. Distantly, you hear like a chunk of a door, very reminiscent of the previous sounds that you heard, but you don't see the result of it. You can probably do one more thing in with your turn if it's like sufficiently sufficient. Um, I might just kind of touch the, the magic thing. If there's, if there's anything obvious I can take from it. The emerald uh, 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 vase? Yeah, yeah, the kind of, yeah. yeah. You touch it, it feels warm, and you think, oh, that's nice. Uh, next up is Milkstick. Um, I'm going to turn myself into a bear. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to start ripping him a new one. Okay, go for it. Uh, I'm going to go with my usual multi-attack and... Uh, mm -hmm. So 12 misses, and then the next one is a two attacks, one with his bite and two with his claws. Okay, so then the next one is the same. Uh, roll 1d20 plus 6. This one hits for... This d 2d6 plus 1. 2d6 plus 4, it should be. 2d6 plus 4. Yeah, nice, six. okay. So this thing takes 6 slashing damage. Wow. 2 one. Yeah, unlucky. And then the next one, so I think you've got it. Forward slash roll 1d20 plus 6. Uh, roll 1d20 Nice. With a 17, that hits, so roll damage again, so 2d6 plus 4. Nice. 11 oh, nice. slashing damage. You basically rip into this thing with each claw hand in a sort of like left-right jab-hook motion, and it looks kind of like its face is all scuffed up and its armor is like uh, intact but looking kind of rough. Is there anything else you want to do with your turn? Uh, no. Okay, cool. Next up is this thing's turn. This thing is going to try to, hmm, yeah, I suppose it's just going to attack. So it's going to attack with this thing. Does an 18 hit? Yes, I think it does. It, it stabs you with its halberd again for a grand total of 11 slashing damage. Kicking your ass. Sorry, what was that? Kicking your asses. <laughs> No, it's fine. I just shapeshifted into bears. So I think I'm back at full HP. Yeah, and it continues to have this sort of gormless look on its face, like it's dispassionately following some distant commands. Next up is Asker's turn. All right. So this time I'm going to cast Magic Missile instead. 
Nice. Okay. Uh, so, so I'm just wondering how that works. I'll just do display. They so they hit automatically. You just roll the damage for how many darts. So at level oh, one. That is how it works. Okay, cool. So that's yeah, they five they can't miss. So you're casting them at what level? Uh, at three. Okay, so that means you get extra darts, like five, right? Yeah. Each one is 1d4 plus one. So if you click that little button here, it'll do it for you. Oh, oh that's cool. Yeah. Oh, I'll do that. Nice. Five, five, five. Okay, that, that maybe it's making a mistake. Oh, wow. No, that counts. Okay, so <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. Okay, so that means five, ten. So it's five, uh, 15, 20, 24. <laughs> Wow, this thing looks on death's door <laughs> as it's just pummeled by little bolts of force from every angle. Nice work. Cool. You just release them from your hand and it kind of... It's really quite impressive to witness. Um, is there anything else you want to do with your turn? Uh, no, I'm right. Okay, next up is Smorgasbord and in a little room turning some dials. <laughs> uh, I think I'm starting to get a little bit... Um scared and lonely in a corridor all by myself so i'm going to walk up this corridor and try and go through that door and find my friends okay cool you try to open the door the door is locked um okay uh can i rotate the little um the thing uh, underneath the turning what's it called i can't think of words the cog is that is that a cog what what cog are you do are you pointing at uh let me try and ping it that thing where my finger's uh, No, you hold down left click if you want to ping something. Don't be in. Uh, there you go. Nice. Okay, yeah, you can go turn it. Go for it. Yeah, I'm going to turn that. Cool. You turn it. Uh, it's very stiff. It barely moves and nothing happens. Oh, man, I'm stuck. Um, I wish I could help for advice. Can I, um, like, investigate? Is this a chest here, this, this thing here? Yes, it is. Okay, I'll look in the chest. Okay, you open the chest. Uh, what you see is a series of like clothing, like fairly damaged, ripped, relatively old clothing. It looks like travel clothing or military clothing and seemingly a lot of different sets of it from different people, you presume. And make a medicine check. So. Okay, with a 14, it smells vaguely of blood and like you don't get a nice vibe from these clothes. They they look to have been like salvaged maybe and the people that wore them probably didn't go through anything terribly pleasant. Great. Um, and do, do any of the other kind of obstacles, can I check in case any of the obstacles have got like a lever or something that might, might open Okay, make an investigation check. I'm going to be stuck in here all night, don't I? Okay. Uh, with an 18, you don't notice any other levers amongst the vases and crates and chests, but you do remember noticing that the door, although it is locked, it does have a weirdly star-shaped keyhole uh, that gives access to whatever mechanisms are inside, presumably for the key, but you imagine that you could attempt to interact with it. Okay. Cool. Next up is milk steak. 
Uh, I'm gonna repeat the attacks on him since he's almost dead. Go for uh, it. We need to roll one d20 plus six. Okay, so that one misses as you snap your jaws just short of, oh, this, of this thing's <laughs> like baby face, as does one of the claws. Maybe you just suddenly realize this thing looks so much like a baby. I can't bring myself to hit it. Uh, roll again for claws. Yeah, just uh, roll double. So but, yeah, but you get three attacks. Okay, no. yeah, with a 21 that hits yeah. a roll 2d6 plus 4 or something. Brown bear, right? Yeah. Okay, so with a 10, this thing just, its eyes glaze over even further as you chomp into its jugular and it just collapses in a clattering of metal armor and bizarre just yeah. creepy creature so both asger and can uh, both asger and milkstake can make a religion check i got minus 20 in religion that's not possible <laughs> okay three so asger you it suddenly feels even more certain for you that this creature is very it feels very similar, looks kind of similar to the spiky devil creature that you encountered in that temple filled with tar. And its ability to resist fire reminds you of that. And it seems really out of place in this clockwork starfish world. And it strikes you as odd that it is here. Hmm. How strange. Right. Well, let I'll I'll see if I can loot that. See if there's any valuables, anything that 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 seems valuable to take with in the corpse and stuff. Okay, make an investigation check. Okay, with the thirteen, oddly enough, you find thirteen gold pieces on in a small pocket of this weird set of armor. Thirteen. Mm-hmm. I'll just take them then. Um, all right, and that's it. Does that end there? That path? Uh, no, I'll sh I'll show you where it look what it looks like. Continues past him. It seems to have uh, another one of those like sliding metal uh, panels. Looks like that. Um. I just want to pop back around the corner to here to see if that if that panel is still closed. Okay. Uh, this ping the panel you're talking about. Uh, yes, it still appears to be closed. Hmm. I was thinking if that could have opened potentially when he was, even though I don't know he opened something when he did that. I was thinking maybe. Oh no, you you did hear something as well at that same time. It was quite. It felt close or loud-ish. And the, the green thing in the middle, because that, <coughs> that you said it was glowing and then it stopped glowing after Morgus put and got sucked away. Make a perception check. <laughs> uh, with a four, you squint your eyes. It takes you like five or ten minutes, but then you like go up really, really close to the valve. And then you bring like milk steak over and then you sort of lie down and look up at it. And it takes you another like 15 minutes. So you've been there for like 20 minutes. 
And then you're like, I think it's glowing. I think it's glowing faintly. It's glowing like the amount that the hands of a watch would that you bought when you were a kid. <laughs> you mean like this? Yes, just like that. That much? Yes, exactly that amount. <laughs> so it's very faintly glowing, much less than before. Uh, so what uh, Schmogus Borden did before he disappeared, just to re- he, he touched the ball, yeah? He just touched the cog valve handle. Should we try again? Let's see if anything happens. Uh, yeah, can do. Maybe it's like a portal. Maybe it is. Okay, so who does what? I'll try to touch it. Okay. Do exactly the same thing that Schmogus Borden did. Okay, you touch it and you immediately disappear and you appear next to Schmogus Borden in this room. Nice. Uh, hello. Hello, buddy. So, Schmogus Borden, you're reunited with Milksteak all of a sudden after you've found these really grim, blood stained clothes in a <laughs> chest. So, uh, yeah, how, how have you been? Oh, it's uh, fine, you know. Just, just, just fucking shit up, you know. Uh, <laughs> is there any exit here? Have you explored it here? Um, there's a locked door. There's a locked door, and there's a green thing. Uh, and I was about to try either forcing the lock, or I can't remember if I touched the green thing again to try and get back. But you did touch I'm the green try, thing, and nothing I did happened. Try, yeah. Um, so I'm going to try and force this door lock. How big is the door like we are talking about? Yes. Uh, it's about, what did it be, about 10 feet tall? 10 feet tall. Uh, can, I, can I try to shape shift into a, a war horse and just try to like kick it with my back legs? <laughs> okay, go for it. <laughs> Make a athletics or str- a strength check with the horse's stats. Do you have the horse's stats? One second. Just about war horse checking. It's a large <laughs> creature. How many war uh, horses do you do in a day? Okay, so it has 18. So that would mean two, yeah, four, 18 six, plus eight. four. Yeah, so that's a plus four. in. So roll 1d20 oh. plus, plus four. Uh, one second. That's my second shape ship, by the way, of the day. Nice. Uh, roll 1d20 uh, plus 4. Okay. With a 16, you manage to, like, dent the exterior, and you notice that it it's, like, buckling a little bit, but not, yeah. not entirely. It's like, uh, yeah, it's like... Uh, it looks pretty sturdy, like everything's made of, I don't know, like brass or steel or everything's got yeah. a very metallic look to it. I see. I might actually just go down in a corner and lie down, just have a, a short rest <laughs> to replenish okay. my HP and just... Cool. Take a short uh, rest. Uh, Ask Shmogus Borden, what would you like to do? Um... I think I'm going to try and force this lock. I'm going to see if uh, see if I can turn it. You, as in, you're going to try to just open the door? Um, yeah, I tried before, but then I know I, when I noticed that there was like a uh, a lot of a key kind of um, shaped like a star. 
anything I have that can kind of fit into that? Uh, if you had thieves tools, then that would be something you would use in this situation. You could try to fashion something into a lockpick if you have something that would fit that bill. Mess kit? Uh, I've got like a mess kit. It's got like simple cutlery in there. Yeah. What would you? What do you intend to do with that cutlery? Um, just kind of like try and fit it into the lock and, and twist it. Okay, sweet. <laughs> so give, give me... Give me a dexterity check with disadvantage because you're using a fork. How do you do disadvantage? Uh, you just roll twice and take the lower. Oh, okay. Okay. So <laughs> with an eight, uh, you try to interact with the lock keyhole and then don't make much progress. So then you decide to put the lock, the, the, the fork into the gap between the door and the wall that the warhorse has created by buckling it and just try to like lever it open and you just sort of bend the fork a little bit more. Um, Asker, you notice that your friend Milksteak has followed your other friend uh, Schmorgesborden in disappearing suddenly. Uh, what do you do? Uh, I'm gonna go up and touch that thing as well. I feel like I don't wanna be on here. I'll go up and touch it. You do, follow. you do what? We need all the help we can get. We're out of ideas. The glowing thing. I go up and try okay. to touch it. So I can follow them. Cool. You touch it and you appear on the other end of the room and watch Smorgasbord and try to jam a fork into a door. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll go. Wait. I have. I, I can. I can pick it. <laughs> Just so you don't ruin it. Please. Okay. Make a thieves tools check. So if you're proficient with it, then you add your proficiency bonus plus your dexterity bonus to make the check. There's one D20. I, I want to try and... How, how, when you type it, how are you doing it? Are you just typing roll? No, forward slash roll, space, one D20, no spaces, using numbers, plus whatever the modifier is. Yeah, okay. So that's three. And dexterity, you said? Yeah. Where is it? There is where it is. Plus four. <laughs> okay, so with a six, you completely forget about your thieves' tools. Take the fork from Schmorgus Borden and say, maybe you're onto something here. And then you just like stab the keyhole with the fork. <laughs> Can I try again? Uh, yeah, I'll say roll with disadvantage just because you guys have mangled the keyhole now. <laughs> <laughs> okay solid okay yeah suddenly you realize oh my gosh i have thieves tools for this and you take them out and you just sort of put them in and turn them and then the door makes this horrible clacking creaking noise like when you take a remote control car and then like accelerate it but hold the wheels and then the engine tries to like struggle against it and then the door opens yes we did it hooray and in inside you see a small room and 
a skeleton to the right of you. Alright. I'm not gonna go up to another fucking skeleton corpse. I'll go. <laughs> I'll charge ahead. Okay. I'm actually gonna go and check that sword that is laying on the ground before checking the skeleton. I knew that was why. I knew that was why. <laughs> I'll go, I'll go. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, you pick it up. It appears to be a somewhat rusty, long sword, kind of nice. dust, dusty. I'll keep it. Uh, you have it. You can write that in your inventory. And uh, you want to examine the corpse as well? Yeah. Make an investigation check. Investigation check. Coming up. Oh, wow. Uh, with a natural oh. one, you think to yourself, uh, ah, it's a skeleton. He, he probably doesn't have anything of value. I mean, he's dead. And then you just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> it's all safe, guys. It's all safe. <laughs> I don't believe him, so I want to check as well. Can I do that? Yeah, make an investigation check. But you don't trust me. Okay. With a 10, you notice that the skeleton is clutching a leather journal-looking book. I'll pick it up. Okay. You pick it up. You're holding a leather journal. I'll open and see what's okay. inside. Inside, you see that it's mostly empty aside from the first entry, which says, uh, you read the words, the traps need... Magic, type or strength? Question mark, and then the rest of it is just like drips of blood and a bunch of other blood stains on the other piece piece of paper. Nice, sweet, right? And then that that that's a door there too, right? Um, after the sword, sort of here. Uh, yeah. That, hold on, let me show you. There's a door here, and there's also a door here. Can we try to open them, or are they locked? Well, you can try to open them, and then you will find out. I'll if try to open. <laughs> they are locked. Uh, what kind of people live like this? Imagine if you locked every door in your house. When make you <laughs> make a uh, everybody make an intelligence check. Intelligence check. The irony when I can't find where to do the intelligence. <laughs> yeah, that is irony. Yeah, same. Okay, wow. I might spam it. Uh, that's okay. With a seven. Okay, so Smorgasbordon and Asker, you, well, let's do Smorgasbordon first. You think to yourself that this is indeed, as Asger just commented, a strange way to live with all these doors locked and making it incredibly difficult to advance from one room to the next. And you think to yourself, it doesn't really seem like a place that even those mechanical starfish would live. It feels more like you're in like a deliberately difficult labyrinth. And you're starting to question the, the validity of this raid that you, would you were supposed to go on to disrupt, mm. to disrupt them. Like you were meant to go there and like cripple their civilization so that they couldn't raid many things incorporated anymore, but it just seems like you're in a, like some torturous hellhole. And you find that a bit bizarre. You find that bizarre. Asker, you notice a little bit more. You think to yourself, there should be more 
creatures around. Like if this was their headquarters of this starfish mechanical pentadrone civilization, there should be at least more of them around. And the fact that there's only been like one or two and then that random devil creature strike you as uh, suspicious. That's a good thought. That's good. Puzzle thinking. Right. Okay. So, and th these two doors, they don't have um, keyholes, right? No, they do. They have the same like star-shaped, star-shaped oh. keyholes. Mm, I'll. Should I just try and pick one of the other ones then? What do you think, guys? Uh, yes, yes, please, because I don't think that there is a way back, so we need to continue forward. Can we cast magic? It said like that. That little clue said something yeah. like um, the traps. Like, magic yeah there's there's magic and traps and then type and strength so what magic have we got that um, could kind of like i don't mm. know if that refers to like you know fire magic like a fire spell and then you have i don't know ice magic if that's like a type of magic that, that refers to or or the whole strength thing like it was like a really powerful spell you need to do on, on, on it yeah, yeah. or to charge like stuff or whatever uh, I'll I'll just take the I'll take the rightmost door that one and I'll just try and pick that one. Okay, give me a, a check plus four I think for dexterity plus proficiency. Okay, with a twenty two you open it easily, and it's a five by five foot by five foot like cell like a jail cell. And it is empty. Uh, let me show it to you. I'm guessing the other one's going to be the same. I'll, I'll go and try this one as well then. Okay, roll mm -hmm. it up. Oh, wow. Oh, uh, God. So oh, wow. 21. No sooner I'm have wrong. you... Nice. Well done. Well done. No, <laughs> no sooner have you put the thieves' tools inside this star-shaped keyhole do you twist them and it opens smoothly, much less creakily, and beyond it, you see a passageway. Oh, hold on. Love a good passageway. Nice. Okay, so you guys see this corridor leading into a room filled with much larger cogs that are spinning slowly at about like hip level. What do you guys do? All right, I'll I'll step inside and have a little look in the in the room then. Okay. Uh, inside, you see. Like tons and tons of like cogs all spinning like different speeds, all different sizes. And the more you look closely, you see that they have like very sharp sort of teeth on them, much more so than the previous ones you've seen. And on the right hand side, you see uh, a chest, yeah. like a red gold sort of chest. Um, okay, so uh, they're only hip height, right? So we can try and climb on top and climb over. Well, yeah. I mean, if they're, I mean, I'm super short. Can I just walk under them? Uh, you get the sense that they would be dangerous. So you could walk under them, but you would need to do a acrobatics check to make sure that you didn't, that you didn't like brush against it accidentally. They don't connect here, right? Uh, here. Yeah, yeah, but but the gap is like one foot wide. Okay. 
So it's it's doable, okay. but it's like walking on the edge of a cliff. Okay. Uh, Should we go and have a look over here first just to see if there's anything there before we start mucking around with trying to get through the chest? Yeah, okay. Uh, well, I can try to check the chest by just shape-shifting into like uh, a swarm of insects and just getting between the cogs and the other side. Would that work, Mr. Dungeon Master? Oh, yeah, you could turn into a swarm of insects and fly over them, theoretically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do that then, because I just rested, so I should have all three slots back for my shapeshift. Okay, cool. I'm just, just going to magically turn myself into a bunch of bees and gonna mm -hmm. going to go towards the chest mm -hmm. right there, and then just revert it back. Yeah. And check the chest. Okay. You open the I chest. Open Inside, you see like a red velvet pillow. And in the middle nice. of it, in the middle of it, you see a compass made of copper. Oh, nice. I'll take the pillow and I'll leave the compass. <laughs> okay. You have, uh, you try to pick up, you try to pick up the red velvet pillow, but you realize that it has been like sewn in to the bottom of the chest. Damn it! I'll take the compass then. Okay, you 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 have a copper <laughs> compass. Uh, yeah, write down in your inventory a copper compass. Uh, actually, make a survival check. Oh no, I don't like those. That sounds bad, That's... yo. <laughs> okay, uh, you notice very little about the compass. You notice, oh. Spinning around a little. Oh, there! Look, it's pointing in a direction. I don't really know what that direction is. Right. And you think, ah, oh, everything is well with the world, and all is normal. Okay, I'm going. I'm gonna turn back into beasts, and I'm gonna fly back to my friends, and I'll brag about badass compass that I got. Nice. Hey guys, look at that! <laughs> he shows you a shiny copper compass. Can, uh, can we check the compass to see if uh, there's anything untoward about it? Uh, yeah, Slight foreshadowing there, like a second ago. Yeah. <laughs> Make a survival check. Okay. Uh, I'll say, Schmogus Borden, you realize that the compass is not pointing north or south even. It seems to be pointing at a diagonal and yeah, that diagonal point seems to remain constant when you move the compass around. So it's pointing somewhere, but that somewhere is not north. Does it maybe point to the thing we want most? <laughs> do, you, do you try to figure that out? No. Oh. That was, that was the, uh, what is the thing we want? Get out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Can, can we like navigate like through here, kind of thing? Uh, you can, but it's it's tricky. <laughs> blow these up. We did bring explosives, you know. That's true. We came here to fuck shit up. Oh, yeah. and, you know, maybe maybe oh, yeah, we are yeah. the right place because we're sort of suspicious about what's going on here. I still feel like we came to blow shit up. So do you actually walk through that path or are you just proposing that? 
Uh, oh yeah, sorry. No, I was just I was just checking the. But we can walk over to stand sort of here, right? That's not too. Yeah, that's fine. All right. So these uh, explosives. Let's see. Like, what, what were they exactly? They're like grenades. Yeah, explosive seed. That's right. Okay, I'll take I'll take one of those, and I'll 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 sort of see if I can throw slash roll into these cogs here. Okay. How do they work? Do we know how they work? Do we need to light it up, or did they just explode on? Let me check. They finish rolling, or did do we know? Did did we spoke with that guy how to? Did we have like a user manual? Okay. Can we throw so up to thirty feet, detonating on impact. Yeah. Okay. You want to lob one there? Yeah, I guess I'll lob it. Lob it so uh, there. Yeah, 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 into sort of here. Or right maybe here. here in between of the three cogs. Yeah. I'll do that. I'm just going to walk away because I, I suspect that is going to be another Michael Bay film. <laughs> yeah, you guys should move back into that corridor, yeah. Okay, that's what I do. Okay, cool. You throw it into that corner and you notice it explode in about a 10, 15-foot radius. And you see the, like... Uh, Cogs slowly turn slower and slower and start to like tilt off their axis. And you also hear in the distance, back where that shaft was that you came from, you hear like a grinding, crunching sound. And the cogs in this room uh, basically stop turning entirely. Good job. Cool. That was pretty badass. You know, I feel pretty good about that one. Nice. You feel pretty silly for turning into a bee now, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> uh, I mean, should we, should we have a little rest? Because yeah, I was about to say I need to replenish my Your bees, my bee juice. Well, well, while you do bee that, juice. I'm thinking I might just sort of now when it's safe, go over here just to see what's there, so we can plan for our next step. Yeah, just don't get stabbed. Um, I'm gonna roll. I think I need one more short rest to restore my full HP, so I'll do that. Uh, so where are you guys hanging out? Two minutes. Oh, you're over there. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm done with my resting. I'm at full HP. How do short rests work then? Do you, do you can you are you like unable to move for a few goes or something? Well, yeah, you it you're not in turn order necessarily, but you, uh, yeah, you do you have any hit dice left, Aranas? By the way, uh, I rolled. How many you can have? Uh, it'll say on your four and one now. Um, let me second. check. Hold on. It'll say on your character sheet. I got, I got five in total rests. I think so. I use three now. Okay, so because you rolled two before and one now, right? Okay, so in that case, you have two left if you have five. Yeah, I think you have the same number as your level. Oh, I see. Cool. So you guys, uh, Arana, oh, sorry, Milksteak feels rested. The rest of you were also resting? No, no, we went over here to have a look. You see a door. Does it have a lock or is it one of those that slide? Do you attempt to open the door? 
yeah. I just wanted to look at it and see, does it have a keyholes and stuff for us to pick, or is it just like a mechanical thing? Uh, it does have a keyhole, but it also has a handle, much like all the other doors that were locked or were not locked. Yeah, I was just thinking, because earlier we had a lot of those that slide when you do a thing. and that's This this does not look like one of the sliding doors. Well, I'll, I'll, I guess we all we all should have a little sit down so Arunos can collect himself and then I'll uh, I'll test the door when we're when we're done just to see if it's even locked in the first place. Okay. Do you have you finished what you were trying to do, Milksteak? Yes, I am. I'm okay. all rested. Full of bees. You open the door and beyond it, this door isn't there anymore. Uh, you've clearly opened it somehow. And beyond that you see a area that I will describe. It looks like that. Do you go to the big ass fucking cog thing? Uh, how far into the room do you go? I guess, I guess as as far as we, like, this black bits is that like a hole down or is it part of? No, the the, the gap is only about like two feet. Like it's not a proper hole. All right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but I, I, you do notice. Uh, you do notice that these hands are spinning quite quickly and they look to be quite sharp. All right. I won't step out to the thing. I'll just go and stand like here. Kind of thing. How many bombs do we have? Do you remember? Two or four? It should say... In the because I had two. I got, I, think I, I got one as well. Yeah, I think we had one each, but we had one spare, so I, I, I took the spare. So we have one each still. Yeah. Should we try to lob it at that, uh, like a core of that watch? Not watch, but you know, the what's, somewhere what's around here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's what? The, the purple thing there. Uh, it it's looks like a backpack. It looks like a book. A book. Uh, I suppose we could cut and could throw another bomb, yeah. See if we can get this to stop. But would that destroy the book? We want to, we want to see that book. Yeah, that's true. So how quickly mm. does this thing spin? Uh, like... Ooh, you know what? Okay, who wants... Who wants we can do a cool thing. Um, I'm trying to see if I can freeze it. Or... Since since we all sat down and had a little short rest, my my uh, rope of many things. I might summon a boat and maybe stop those cocks. Okay, no, <laughs> don't do that. I'll I'll uh, I'll uh, uh, I'll do my. Let's see. Do I need to roll for this? How does this work? Uh, cast fly on one of you, so you can just fly fly over them and pick the book up. Yeah, you, if you cast fly on someone, they will be able to fly. For ten I mean, minutes. I just, I'll just do it on myself. You know, I'll just do it on myself. Okay. You cast fly so on yourself. So I'll do that, and then I'll fly on top of the book and see if I can snag it before the thing comes over it. Okay. I'll say, give me. It's not going to be a difficult check because you're literally hovering above it. But give me a sleight of hand check. Okay. Yeah. With a fifteen, you make your hand like a little snake, and you go. Wapow! And you take it, and you have the book in your hand. 
Yeah. Right. Well, while I can still fly, so before, I think it lasts like 10 minutes. Let's see. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll just see if I can just like swoosh around the room just to sort of make sure we can see everything and then go back to stand next to them. I'll do like a little loop around the room just to see. Okay. You you have a look to you have a look to see what exactly? Uh is there anything we couldn't see standing over there? Like is there what what are the oh, like, are the uh, are there you notice you notice three sigils sort of emblazoned on the ground well not the ground, the cog itself, which forms the ground. So one oh, yeah. here, one here, and one here. Hmm. Oh yeah. Is it the same ones that we've seen before where we had to stand on them to open the door? They look, the, the marking on them looks very similar, but not speaking the language yourself, you're not sure if they're identical, but it looks very similar. Okay. okay. Also, stand on those. also oh, I... sorry, just before you continue, Milksteak, you hear in your mind that little girl's voice say, Dad, that it sounds like, it sounds like you you're not home. What is that like sliding, slashing noise? Where are you? We are just shopping for the groceries, darling. Um, <laughs> to be honest, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit tired of that doll talking, so I'll try to sneak the doll into someone's um, back. Okay. To, so to, yeah, in, you I'll mean try in, in one of their yeah, backpacks? I'll try to sneak it behind the, yeah, behind the Schmogger's uh, Gordon, and I'll drop into his bag. Okay. Two, I'm going mental with that all. Two, two things, two things. Firstly, make a deception check. Okay. You could just ask. <laughs> no. It's okay. just a practical joke. Okay, with a 12. Um... I would say an impractical joke. Okay, you hear the girl's voice say, Dad, you made a promise that you would come back. It doesn't sound like you're getting groceries. And then just as that happens, you need to make a sleight of hand check to try to put it in Schmogus Borden's backpack. Ooh, plus two. Let's roll it. Okay, what is your passive perception, Schmogus Borden? It'll be in the bottom left of your character sheet. Oh, oh 13. Okay, you do not notice anything, and yes, the doll is in Schmorgasborden's like backpack <laughs> pocket, whatever it is. <laughs> and as you place the doll in Schmorgasborden's personal effects, you hear the little girl's voice say, "You made a promise," <laughs> and it just sort of cuts off. <laughs> and Schmorgasborden, in your mind, you hear, "This." Fuck is that? Yeah, it's very. It sounds like a little girl saying the word "us," and you're ignore that for now because I'm sure it's just a trick of the mind. Yeah. Okay. You were saying, I think, uh, Yuki. <laughs> now I was just saying that if we're going to blow this up now, when we picked up the book, I I could kind of fly over it and drop my my last bomb, just literally drop it, so just like in a very specific spot. If I can. Hover above it, kind of thing, like a drone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like a B. B what is it? B fifty two, whatever. Just that. <laughs> uh, should I do that? I'm, I mean, I'm, we, we might, we might fuck things up because 
maybe it won't work if we're standing on these glyphs afterwards, but I think it I think it will. Should I try How it? How tall is the ceiling? Can we can we see? It's like I'm just wondering though, so you don't you know. Um the ceiling is about thirty feet high. Uh, that, that's fine, right? And it's moving too quickly, so it's quite difficult to to jump on top and stand on those things. Yeah. Stand on well, like, no, no, no. If you're standing here, then you know the the hands are spinning around you. But if you're on yeah. any other place, then it would be tricky to stand there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because if you're gonna try to stand on those um, like three spots, like last time, like we did, mm -hmm. yeah. We're not gonna be able to stand while you know, while they chop our limbs off. How how does it work by the way? By the way, with the flying, if I like hold hands with someone, can I like lift them and fly? Um, that depends on. <laughs> Let me have a look. I'd say, what was your strength score? Uh, my strength score is ten. You could probably carry one person if you made like a successful athletics check, but you get the sense that the, the spell is not like, it doesn't have sufficient fuel to, to fly more than if you carried someone. Well, okay. So what if I instead, if I land in the middle there and, mm. and step on that one, see if they, maybe it stops if you're standing in the middle. Okay. Is that what you do? Yeah. 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 Okay. You fly over to the central sigil and you land upon it and suddenly your vision shifts to black and your eyes open again, but you're in a different room. You're in that room that, uh, that I think Milksteak found the doll and you're sort of looking around. You look at your hands, your hands look totally different and you see a pentadrone, like one of those starfish mechanical creatures come up to you and spew gas in your face and then you slowly hit the ground and your eyes close again and then your eyes come back to where you were and you see yourself in this spinning room and your friends are over on the other side and you're a bit jarred by the sudden shift in your visuals did i wow. see all right I'll, I'll explain to them i will collect myself you know and then I will tell everyone what just happened to me so they know as well. Okay, uh, you explain. So I'm thinking, was that like a, like, did I still see like a past or like experience a memory from one of these nights or the girl or something? What do you think? The doll girl. Well, you don't know anything about it all yet. I didn't. But you told us about it. Yeah, you, didn't you tell us that you heard no. that voice last time? No. I kept it a secret. So you're in just the room that you were in before. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just recognize the room and you recognize the chest, but you don't necessarily recognize the doll because I think Milksteak went up to the chest secretly and stole the doll secretly. You like, you like uh, that, have you looked at the book that asshole in like films that, you know, the guy who got bit by the zombie but doesn't say. So they yes. <laughs> Sorry, what, what were you saying, Sean? Uh, I was saying, if we looked at the book here, we need to check the book and see what it says. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess I forgot about all, of, all about that. Okay, yeah, I'll open the book and see what's in it. Okay, make an arcana check. Oh, wow, with a natural 20. 
you are very confident that this is a spell book belonging to a wizard, but you also know that it is designed especially for wizards to take advantage of. Like the way that you, you're a sorcerer, right? Yeah. Yeah. The way that you cast spells is totally different. It's totally instinctive. The way that a wizard casts it is like a mathematical equation, like lift hand up, say, ooh, then move it to the right. And so in a spell book is those kind of instructions. So you know that's what they are, but they don't help you very much. Right. Uh, well, I'll just put that in my my inventory then, I guess. Should I put that down as like a... Spell book, yeah. Oh, you would also know with a natural 20 that it is very valuable, uh, just not to you. Valuable to someone, I'll put in the notes. Nice. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm a druid. Is that diff is druid different to wizard? Yes, it is It is different and even more different, in fact, than a sorcerer. Right. So to you, it's like even more gobbledy. Okay. It looks like devil scratchings. So, Joe, did you told us um, about uh, your experience with, uh, with all the you know, things that you've seen in the dreams or you haven't, don't remember? He did. Yeah. He explained it. Uh, I'm just gonna admit to everyone that I actually sneaked a, a voodoo doll into Schmuggersport and back as a joke. As as he says this, Schmuggersport, you hear a small girl's voice say, "Dad, what? Why? Why did you go quiet? What? It's been many days. Where are you?" Um, I'm gonna say I'm not your dad. I'm your stepdad. <laughs> make make a make a deception check. <laughs> You're not my stepdad. You're my dad. I would know him anywhere. He gave me this doll. Who else could be talking to me? Uh, that's freaky. I'm just gonna say, well, uh, Thank you very much for this, Sarah. Um, <laughs> milk steak, sorry, milk steak. <laughs> oh, dear. No, well, we're both parents. We're both parents to this child. <laughs> My burden is your burden. Uh, what do you guys do now? Uh, well, so n nothing we... uh, really happened other than that dream thing then when I stepped on that middle lip. Nothing yeah. else happened aside from that. Uh, um, I'm wondering how... if, and I don't think it will, we could try, like, you know, the compass thing. Can we try, like, moving the hand to see if that stops the hands yeah. in the cog, maybe? Are you guys not with the compass? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to try playing with the compass. The compass see what pointing now, like, like in the means of navigation, if we would look like where it's north, south, and uh, uh, it's pointing like up and to the left. But and it's on the, the one underneath a glass. It's not um, is or is without a glass. It's just like um, 
an arm. Uh, no, it has glass on the top of it. It has glass, so we can't read it when it. And if I turn around, it still points to the same location. Yes. Always. Okay. Hmm. Well, I guess I think we should just see if we can uh, run up and stand on the glyphs. Then, if you guys try and get to mine, get to where I am, it might be easiest to sort of go from the middle, and then two people just run out to stand on these two bits at the same time. Should we try that? Yeah, because it's either going to open something up, or I mean, take us somewhere. So how many of these things are moving? All four of them? Uh, yes, all four of them. How, like, how hard would I estimate it would be for me to run up there and, and, and stand there and just, you know, like, like skip rope thing, like just jump when they come swinging? How, how quickly do they go? Uh, you would estimate that it depends how athletic you are feeling at that moment. Let's try it. Let's all just try it. I mean, I'm feeling very, very athletic at the moment. Then you feel like you could do it? Cool. Then, uh, I mean, I, I, I have like plus zero in athletics, though. What are you guys? Wait, are you good at athletics? Minus one. Um, <clears throat> plus three, so I'm going to give it a go. Yeah, cool. Yeah, me too, then. So if, if, if you try and first start by... Or do you want to... Do you want to go from, from where you are and go like straight down like like that to this one without that little weird detour I drew and then I can go from there to here? Or, yeah, do, you want to come in, or do you want to come into the middle first and then just go that bit? I think let's gather in the middle and then let's all jump at the same time on those all three. I like that. Okay. That's a good idea. Yeah. If we start by you guys coming over to me then. Yeah. Do we need to roll for athletics, Sam? Uh, yes, everybody needs to roll athletics. Well, I'm not going anywhere right now, so I'm just going to not roll. Well, you roll it as well. I, I will not, because I'm not doing it. <laughs> so, <laughs> who, who is standing on which sigil? No, we're, they're just coming over to the middle first. Oh, you're all going to come over to the middle. Okay, Yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, in that case, uh, Schmorgesborden manages to jump over the spinning blades. Whereas Milksteak gets sliced by one as he leaps onto the central platform, taking... Oh, no. Oh, hold on. That's not right. Um, damage. Five slashing damage. Okay. But I reached the middle, yeah? Yes, you, you make it. You just got slashed along the way. That's fine. Um, dropped to 23. So you're all standing on the central chamber, and you all need to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, dear. Wow. Oh, a saving throw? I not, yeah. Oh, that yeah. Was, oh, wait. Okay, that was not a saving throw. Hang on. Con, con, What's the difference? What do you do? It's just different modifiers, different proficiencies. Yeah. Uh, top left. Oh, yeah. Screen. How does that work? Can you show a screen in this? Uh, probably. Okay, so that means that you all feel this image suddenly force its way into your head for a moment. You see a flash of a small girl and a hand holding a doll 
and then the image vanishes and you come back to yourself. Like you manage to resist the image from taking over your mind. All right. Mm. Um, who's standing over here? Oh, I've not moved over, sorry. Oh, okay, that's you. I, I, for a second, I was like, is that someone there sneaking up that Sam Creature. Can I still fly? Yeah, yeah. It's only been like, what? I'd say 45 seconds. All right. I'll take whichever looks <laughs> further away. Does this look slightly further away or is that just dis my eyes deceiving? I think it's the same. I think they're, same, yeah. I think they're equal. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter. So it's I'll, symmetric. Just, I'll take that one. Oh, then. Okay. I'll, I'll just hover on top of it whilst and then time it with the smorgasbord and to step on it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. As you all step on all three sigils, the blades stop spinning. Yeah. And you notice that uh, this door in the bottom left opens. And it reveals a short passageway and a door. So do you guys want to move first in case it starts again when we get up and I can just fly over it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's dash it. Okay. As the two of you get off of the sigil, you hear like a ticking sound, like a tick, 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 tick. Uh, what do you do, Aska? Uh, I'll, uh, I'll fly over to the bit yeah. as well. Yeah. You hear the ticking sound, but the blades don't spin until... About a second after Aska reaches that platform, the blade starts spinning again and the ticking sound stops. Nice. It's like Indiana Jones. Fucking adventure shit. I'm glad that the excitement is palpable. <laughs> so you're confronted with your age old enemy, a door. What do you do? <laughs> Should we test it? See if it's, if it's locked. Should we try to open? Yeah, just yeah. try to open it. It might, might, might be lucky. Okay, who, who tries to open it? I'll try. Oh. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, it opens without any drama. Beyond, you see a strange-looking room and what looks like a pointy spear. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll try and sneak, sneak them, stealthily move in. See if, because uh, we can see he's standing there. I'm going to see if I can sneak in to... Um, well, see more of the room without him noticing, kind of thing. Okay, make a stealth check. Okay, uh, with a 20, you manage to sort of like, let me just move you guys around a little. You manage to hug the wall in a compelling manner and you peek around the corner and you see one of these like starfish creatures uh, can you see that? Yeah. Okay, sweet. And you also see one of these like armored, creepy, baby-faced creatures. And then in the other side of the room, you see just like the edge of a like circular hole. Ooh. I can sense that this is Sparta moment. Uh, sure, shall we use the bombs? Hey, if we... If I've got pass without trace. I could cast everybody if we want to just sneak past into the hole. Or do you want to just kill some people? 
will that work pass without a trace? Even though they clearly will see us in front of us. Uh, it says, how do you just... No just one. click on it. it, it might just increase your stealth modifier, but if they're just literally looking at us. Uh, it basically adds 10 to someone's stealth check, so it makes like the shadows yeah. cling to you and it makes you much more stealthy. And yeah, yeah, so a bunch of people in a 30-foot radius of you. Yeah. So you can't just literally... Yeah. Okay. I feel yeah. like slob some bombs at them while they don't yeah. expect it. Okay, that's good. What okay, do you so, think, Asuki? Yeah. I think I think we should focus on killing the the the, the like this guy first. Uh, the not the not baby guy because that guy's got that weird uh the gas thing which is really fucking annoying. Yeah, they seem harder. Think? They seem Because <laughs> the other guy is just like the halberd might be doing a lot of damage, but he is not I think the other guy's worse, no? Yeah, um, that's it. Alright. Well if 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 you guys throw your bombs and I'll do the the, the scorching thing, because he is not immune to fire, so I'll do scorching ray on him and you guys throw bombs and we'll see if we can get like a surprise attack. Cool, yeah. Okay. Cool. Right, that's yeah. how it's gonna go. Everybody roll initiative just so because you're gonna surprise them, but let's just have it for what happens afterwards. Everybody can release their held actions. Like, who's throwing bombs? I'll, I'll do it. I have one left. I'll pop it on that star. Cool. Make a, make a dexterity check. Dexterity check. Me as well? Uh, if you're throwing one, then yes. Yeah. Right. Dexterity from very top line, yeah? Yeah, just a check. Saving try, yeah. Uh, okay. Oh. <laughs> Huh? Oh. Okay, and uh, okay, so milksteak, you throw uh, at the starfish, right? Yeah, just and around that's here. what Schmogsborden is throwing at as well? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, milksteak's one bounces off this wall, hits this wall, and then just explodes in the center here, uh, <laughs> unfortunately hitting a series of unpleasantly unpleasant bounces, so the Starfish only takes two uh, sort of fire damage because he was only on like the, what's the word, like the outskirts of the blast. Whereas Schmorgus Borden's grenade bounces off the center of this wall, bounces back in his face, and then he takes, oh, that's not right. <laughs> Hold on. Three fire damage <laughs> from it like blowing up in his face. <laughs> Okay, cool. And then what is uh, Asker doing? So I'm I'm doing these three fire scorching, scorching ray. Do three times then. Nice. Okay. Okay. Uh, so there's a seven, a twenty-one, and a seventeen. Okay. So the second two hit, and the first one just kind of burns your finger a little bit, and you overcharged it, and you go ow and suck on your finger like you burned it on some water, and it does a combined 15 fire damage. And this thing looks kind of pretty scorched up as a result of that. Is there anything else you would like to do with your turn? 
Uh, I will just uh, do a little skip back because these guys can turn into bears and shit, and I'm fucked otherwise. So I'm gonna take a skip back. Cool. Um, sort of onto without moving onto the blades stuff, but standing on the kind of here. Okay, cool. Next up is milksteak. What would you like to do? I'll I'll turn myself into crocodile and I'll bite him. Nice. <laughs> Go for it. Do you have the stats? Yes. Um, I think I can even roll them. Is it working? Oh, nice. That worked. How did you do it this time? Uh, I went through the D and D Beyond website. I found the the stats. Oh, nice. And, and you can just send them, send them to VTT. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. Okay, so with a 13 against the starfish creature? Mm -hmm. Okay, so your bite doesn't manage to penetrate the sort of fleshy, mechanical outer shell. Do you have another attack you want to do? Uh, it should hit. Is this one. It should grapple now. Try to grapple. So this is a... This is the same bite, but it just has the chance to grapple? Yeah. Okay. You try to munch on this creature again, but it proves to be too tough, the exterior. And your poor crocodile teeth look kind of chipped. Uh, is there anything else you want to do with your turn? Cracky. No, I'll, I'll, I'll try to get an aggro from him. Okay. To cool. attack me rather than the, the boys. Okay. Next up is this baby who is going to come to the other side of this giant crocodile and he's going to attack you with advantage because he's flanking you presumably with his ally okay does 19 i think hits you well, yeah definitely 10 plus 4 uh, so that's 13 slashing damage okay okay and then that's the end of its turn and it just sort of stands there making like a whining noise, like a And next up is this drone who's gonna try to, what is it gonna do? It is gonna attack you with its arms. Uh, so that's gonna be, and it gets advantage on these as well. So it's gonna attack you five times with each of its arms. So I gotta do one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, so that's a hit, a hit, a hit. Um, what's your uh, AC? Yeah, twelve. Twelve. Okay, so that's I think four hits. Okay, so four hits. So that means roll one d six plus two. Okay, so that's seven. Bludgeoning damage. One, two, six, plus two, plus four. Roll one d six plus two, plus four. Roll one d six plus two. What am I up to? That's it. Okay, so that's in total eight, fifteen, twenty points of bludgeoning damage. As all five or all four of this thing's arms just like slap you on the top of the head, on the top of your. So I've been um, at 6 HP uh, as a cro crocodile. Uh, so I do revert after all 
those damage came back, or I revert after the first that I got seven, and then I take uh, eight. Um, sorry, sorry, sorry. One slow, slow down. How how much crocodile so, damage did how, crocodile HP did you have before this thing attacked you? Six. Six. Okay. So you just yeah. take uh, twenty minus six is fourteen. So your regular druid form takes fourteen slashing bludgeoning damage. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I am. Oh God, I'm at nine HP, boys. And you see, Milksteak looks sort of swaying, and he looks all kind of bruised up, like an octopus has slapped him around the face. <laughs> uh, next up is Smorgasbordon. Okay. Um, if I was to, so when when it says. Um, each creature that includes players, right? That's not just you can't just choose monsters. Uh, yes, each creature includes players unless the spell says that you can choose to avoid certain creatures. Right. Like, does it yeah, say no. each creature that you choose within range? No, no, it just as each creature okay. in that area. Then it would affect other players, yeah. Yeah. Um, can you also turn into oh, bears okay. and shit, John? Sorry. No, I can't. No, I don't have that. You don't have what? I don't have the um, becoming a creature spell. Yeah, all the druids have. It's, a, it's not a spell. It's a standard, uh, like your class action. So if you oh, go in the actions, if you go in the actions, not in the spells, you should see wild shape under the an arm strike and other stats. Oh, cool. I didn't realize I could do that. Um, well, I'll do that then. I like uh, getting on the action. <laughs> Actions is more to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So you transform into a black bear and look incredibly yeah. impressive doing so. Next up <laughs> next up is Asker. So I will cast another of these Scorching Rays on him. Nice. But this time it will just be a level two because I'm out of the level three spell slots. Nice. Okay, so who is this attacking? Uh, the same, same again. Um, uh, two, two rays onto the uh, fighter thing. Okay, yeah. just just two rays because you're casting it at a lower level. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wait, cool. If one hit, a high level cast you. Oh yeah, I'm an idiot. Okay, no, yeah, yeah, it's it's always three. Yeah, but, yeah. Okay. But the damage uh, yeah, is different or something. Uh, yeah, no, I didn't use up a level three spell slot last time because I only cast uh, three, two, uh, three of them. But it's always three, and it's one more per level, so I oh. can do five. So I'll do another. I'll do another three then. Fuck it. I'll just do like a full. Ooh, natural twenty. Um, okay, so hold on. Which which one? You you're saying that you're casting five rays? Uh, yeah, all five rays onto that guy. Okay, because by casting it at a high level, you get two extra rays. Yeah. Okay. So sweet. One additional ray for each spell slot uh, above uh, the second. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. No, so, I get it. Yeah. So it would so be. Four, I get four. four. Yeah, four rays. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. So I did Sweet. four. So the the last one doesn't count then. Sweet. Okay. So the first one misses as it 
singes its way into the sort of stonework of this room. The second one hits for two fire damage. The third one is a critical hit doing 12 fire damage. And then the next one hits for three. So let me just do that math quickly. Three is 17, five, six, 17. Okay, cool. How do you want this five armed thing to meet its demise? I would like it to sort of hit so that it it becomes so hot because of the scorching thing that it bubbles from inside and kind of just explodes from the inside. Nice. That that happens much like uh, <laughs> a reverse volcano or the beginning of the universe. Yay! <laughs> or and uh, you notice, Asker, that as this thing implodes, a small like piece of card seems to like flutter to the ground, presumably from the pocket of this weird five armed creature. Do you do anything else for the rest of your turn? Uh, no, it's not, not much. Again. Um, yeah, no, that's fine. I'll stand where I am. Cool. Milk stakes turn. I'll turn myself into a, a black bear as well. Nice. I don't want to die. Can I attack straight away, or or is uh, no same same thing? I'm pretty sure that wild shape okay. is an action. Unless if you look at wild shape, is it listed under actions? And beside wild shape, actually, I could probably look for myself. That's uh, an action. You can magically assume shape of a beast. Yeah. So therefore, it's an action. If it was a bonus action, oh, then, okay. then you could attack. Well, but... I used to be always turn and then attack. So it's. Uh, clearly, I was cheating the rules. Well, yeah. maybe, but it's also my fault. Like I should be on top of that, but for some reason, <laughs> for some reason, I didn't. I didn't notice that. Uh, yeah, as an action. So basically, you have to do oh, it yeah. beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. cool. Um, right. I'm a black bear. You're transformed. Uh, okay. Next up is this thing. This thing is going to attack. Uh, who is it going to attack? Actually, yeah, it's going to attack Milksteak because Milksteak's right there. And it is going to use its halberd. But a 10, it manages to strike way above the the bear and just nice. lunges. And it smells vaguely of baby powder <laughs> as it lunges above you. Uh, next up is the dead thing, which is dead. Next up is Schmuckers Borden in the form of a black right, bear. Now I get to attack as a bear. Nice. Excellent. Go for it. So what do I do? Do I just click bite and send bite, send bite and claws? Yes. I think it's one with bite and two with claws. But you have to move your icon up. Oh, critical hit. But which oh, side? Nice. Do you just go up to its side like just here? So with an 11, you don't manage to penetrate the armor. So roll again. Uh, it, in the action, it says this: the bear makes two attacks, one with its bite and one with its claws. Oh, sorry. I'm getting my bears confused. Okay. So that's, that's the end. Only one of you. That's the end of your turn. Is there anything else you want to do with your turn? Um, so secondary actions, again, I, I don't really know. In my secondary actions on my thing, I could do a flame blade. I'm guessing I can't just do that as well. Yeah, because when you transform into a beast, you you have the beast's stats, aside from like the ability right, to transform right, right. back, for example. So you don't have access to the secondary actions you would as a druid. Okay, okay, fair enough. Yeah, in that case, I'll... Uh, uh, no, I'm going to stick around because um, I'm not going to bust out. 
the two bears the are going to stand on yeah. either side intimidatingly. Okay, Intimidating. that's Asker's yeah, exactly. turn. Actually, just beforehand, make an intimidation check, both bears. So that'll be Sean and Aranas, or sorry, Milksteak and Smogusborden. Uh-huh. Okay, <laughs> so basically, Smogusborden roars, roars a mighty roar, and then the baby starts weeping uncontrollably. But then Milksteak sort of <laughs> makes a squeaky noise, and the baby starts laughing and cheers up immensely. <laughs> Uh, now it is Asker's turn. Right. I will do a, a second level magic missile, uh, which means that there are four missiles. That's one, two, three, four. Nice. Okay. So 615. 15 points of. Force damage. Did I do the? Yeah, I, yeah, I did. Uh, but then that one missed. Okay, so fifteen. Nice. Okay, so this thing starts to look a bit shaken up. And Asger, you hear, and the bears here, obviously, because they're very close. The baby starts to say its first. Well, the baby in the body of an adult knight starts to say, "Stall, stall, kill, stall them, kill them." And it just seems to be repeating to itself as its grasp on life becomes more tenuous. Is there anything else you would like to do with your turn? Uh, no, I'm, I'm right. Cool. Oh, I shall yield. <laughs> okay, <laughs> make, make a uh, make a persuasion check <laughs> with disadvantage because you just like shot five bolts at his face. <laughs> okay you see the baby like looks at you and sort of squints its eyes and says stall kill kill stall and that is the end of your turn next up is milksteak i'm gonna rip him to pieces uh i'll do the bite roll i don't know if everyone see yeah i'll whisper oh all right nice um, we fixed it that that definitely hits for six piercing damage. And it starts to like bleed this dark gray substance. And then nice. the, the claws hit for seven. And this thing looks to be pretty close to death as there are more wounds really through the armor than there is armor. Um, I'm going to revert of my bear shape. Okay. I'm going to shout at him. Are you not entertained? Um, <laughs> with that tone of voice as well. Yeah. Are you not entertained? <laughs> the, baby looks, the baby looks unfazed by your gladiator reference. Uh, <laughs> what is What was Sean saying before? I thought he was going to retreat. And I was going to accuse him of being a chicken instead of a bear. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So is that the end of your turn, Milksteak? Yes. Okay, cool. So this thing is going to attack Schmogus Borden, this new assailant with its halberd, and an 18 that hits you, right? Is that me or the bear? The bear. No, I've got to check. Um, yeah, it hits uh, armor class of 11. Yeah, 11, yeah, that's it, yeah. Okay, so you take 7 slashing damage to your bear form. Okay. Uh, next up is Schmogus Borden. Flash, I'm gonna bite. 
kill it. No. Ooh. With an 11, you don't manage to penetrate the armor, but with a 20, you do. For six slashing damage, this thing looks to be like as dead as you can be while still being alive. Nope. <laughs> uh, is that the end of your turn? Uh, yeah. Okay, next up is Askir. Alright, magic missile, barrage. Nice, the, this thing is utterly defeated. How do you want it to meet its end? Um, I would like for all of, all of the magic missiles to hit his head, so his mm -hmm. head pops, because the, the, the baby <laughs> head thing really upsets me. Yeah, it is upsetting. It looks like one of those stress toys that you get in America where you squeeze it and then all its like face holes pop open. <laughs> nice, that's what it looks like. And we are out of combat. What would you guys like to do? Loot. Loot the room. Okay, make an investigation check. Yeah. I'm going to stop being a bear for now. Okay, you're unbared. <laughs> Uh, okay, we've got a 10 and 18. Schmogus Borden can roll too. Okay, so Asker remembers that there was that piece of card that dropped from the Pentadrone, and he goes over to pick it up, and it looks very similar to the cards that you guys have been using to capture creatures and objects, but it has no writing on it, no imagery on it. It's just blank on the front and a weird sort of like black and gray geometric pattern on the back, and it looks utterly bizarre, but it feels like the real thing, just blank. Hmm. Hmm. I guess I'll, I'll just pop that in my inventory for now. And maybe we ask them back at base and what the hell that is. Do you think they... Try, um, what? Try, hold, try holding it up to each of us, because we might be the target. Oh, yeah, I'll do that. I'll hold it up, see if I can... Okay. Pick the... As you're holding it up, you notice that it starts flashing, like slowly, a gray color. But it doesn't seem to be flashing more towards any one of your companions. It just starts to be flashing quicker and quicker and quicker. And then you all vanish and you just see blackness, blackness. And then you arrive outside of what used to be many things incorporated. So you're on that same like stone surface and you see the black sort of swirling skies but where the building of many things incorporated used to be is just rubble just like gray stone smashed glass a couple of corpses and that's all you can see as far as you can see around you i like it i never liked those guys hmm. well they paid us so well though and this is, <laughs> is, is, is this taking place like for real as far as we're concerned? Or is it, does it feel like a, a sort of a, a memory dream space type thing? As which, like which, which thing feels like a memory dream space? This right now. Uh, feel like make, make, yeah, uh, make a, what would it be? Can what I pinch you? Uh, you can, can pinch him, yeah. You can also make a intelligence check, I would say. Huh. Okay. Uh, Schmorgesborden has no idea uh, where where he is. Uh, Asker 
has a decent idea. Oh, actually, no, I'm, I might be reading the wrong thing. Let's take the first one. There's so many of them coming through at this point. Oh, no, that's investigation. Okay. So, Asker, you're confident that this isn't a dream. This feels very much like the location that many things incorporated was on, but just the building is destroyed. And you see a couple of pentadrone corpses as well, in addition to one that looks like Jesse, one that looks like Jasmine. You see a bunch of pentadrone corpses. You don't see, uh, actually make an investigation check. Uh, who else? Uh, yeah, Schmorgesborden sees nothing. And uh, Aaron as uh, so Milksteak, you also feel that it is not a dream because you pinched yourself and you feel that that was convincing enough. Cool. So Asker, you don't see, uh, what's his name? Your, your guy at the, at the window. I can't remember what I called him. Zane. Zane, you, you don't see Zane, but you do see uh, Jesse and Jasmine and that random front desk person that you don't remember the name of. Uh, are they all like in that weird pentagon shape? What do you mean? Or are they dead corpses? No, they're, they're corpses that look like themselves. But there are, there are also other uh, starfish-shaped corpses dotted around as though like, some sort like of... Weird star, starship. No. Uh, it was as though some sort of battle took place. I see. And yeah, you guys are in the middle of some space dimension on a rock. And uh, yeah, everything is rubble. What would you like should to we, do? Should we uh, call out for Zane or is it going to be dangerous to, to, to start shouting? Uh, hold out the card again. Hold out the what, sir? Hold out the card that had just the grayness on it. Oh, yeah, I'll just hold it out and see what's, what's happening. Uh, you look in your hand and the card isn't there. Okay. Hmm. Uh, can, can we look around without shouting, without pausing, just like carefully, because there's clearly been some kind of conflict here. Let's delicately and carefully look around and see if we can find any, any, anything that's still alive. Okay. You can make medicine checks, please. Okay, you are confident, all of you, that none of the corpses are alive. Uh, you also don't see Melville's corpse here. You just see Jasmine, Jesse. You think it's Gretchen from the front desk, although it's kind of hard to tell because all these creatures kind of look similar to each other. And you also notice amongst the rubble and the corpses are these like cardboard boxes filled with packs of cards. Some of the packs you recognize as being familiar to the ones that, the one that you have, and some of them look unfamiliar. Hmm. Can we just loot around to see if we can find anything, you know, more clues like going through the rubble and looking uh, at uh, that's, that's all you, that's all you find in the rubble. You find some oh, glass. Sorry, what? <laughs> What'd you say? 
just loot the corpses as well and have a look to see if they have anything. Oh, so, oh, sure, sure, sure. Okay. So uh, make investigation checks. Okay. So we've got a 12 and 9 and 40. Okay. So Asker, on Jasmine's corpse or what you assume to be hers, you find a notebook and uh, it's got a bunch of scribblings on it, but it's in a language you don't necessarily understand. It just looks kind of like weird hieroglyphics. Uh, Milksteak, you find on Jesse's corpse something that resembles a yo-yo, but it's like crudely made of like wood and it's been carved really poorly. And it looks like leather instead of twine, but it looks it looks like a yo-yo. And Schmogus Borden, you find a piece of glass that looks kind of like a kitty cat. Well done, Sean. Thanks for contributing. It's truly <laughs> remarkable that this shard of glass took that shape. It, yeah, it's highly unlikely. And actually, um, now that make a make a perception check, Schmogsborden. Oh yeah, with the twenty-two, you're pretty confident that this kitty-shaped shard of glass used to be part of Jesse's like crystal globe. Hmm. The globe that centers all over the place. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Shall we try rubbing it like a genie? A genie's lamp? Yeah, do that. We might end up somewhere super random, though. There's cool. Else around here. You rub it like a genie's lamp, and you cut yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> that makes perfect sense, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Not the brightest, Schmogger's Borden. <laughs> uh, uh, so instead, then, like, is it is it is it shouty time? Yeah, it is. I'll I'll, I'll shout, saying hello. You hear nothing, not even an echo. And there's literally nothing. Can, can we see like the edge of sort of the, the rock that we're floating around in this board? Yeah. You can see the edges of it. And it's, yeah, yeah. It's nothing. Yeah, it's about a thousand feet wide in both directions. And then it just comes to like the edge and it's just like dark gray space with like white swirling lights and occasionally like a random object will drift past like a grandfather clock, a cow, but it's like, yeah, but it's kind of like a dark silhouette of them, almost like they're on the other side of a curtain. Should we do a check for magic? See what's, see what's happening. What do you mean? Did you like a, there might be some magic kind of holding us in place, like we're just in this void. It might just be an illusion. We've already checked that, haven't we? Uh, well, I mean, Milksteak did the pinch test, but I don't know how valid that is. <laughs> yeah, can I cast a sense magic spell and just say uh, things around me if anything okay. is? You uh, detect a strong magical aura of pretty much every school coming from the packs of cards in the cardboard boxes. Uh, mm -hmm. You detect a residual magical uh, essence coming off of the shard of glass, but 
it's so faint that you don't figure that it's functional anymore. You also detect a broken flask of, of like a glass bottle and you get the sense that it used to have like healing potion in it, but it's obviously spilled on the ground. And that's can all I rub it? You you can rub it, yeah. You cut yourself. <laughs> Great rubbing, uh, should we do something with them with those cards, maybe? Yeah. First thing though. Maybe some way out. Have we can we can we see uh Ritmul anywhere? Um you have not seen him at all during this investigation. He might be dead, y'all. Probably not. All right. But you do yeah. you do see like a discarded like uh butt of a doobie just sitting in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's survived in God damn it. That that guy. Remember you don't know whose butt it is, but it's there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure whose butt it is. And it's also funny because, like, we don't really know him. Like, in the game, he was just this dude who showed up and fought that orc back in, back in when. And then he sort of hung back the entire, the entire way. I love that. It's very <laughs> it worked out very well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's pick up these cards then and see if we can sort of teleport ourselves out of here, shall we? If it yeah, were yeah. the same as the card we found earlier, like to pull us in somewhere and go. Okay, so who who's doing what with the cards? I'll I'll pick I'll I'll pick. Are they, were they in a box? They're they're in a box of many boxes. So it's like there's like fifty packs of cards in one big box. Well, I'll, can, I'll can get... you or they have pictures of something? Sorry, say that again. Are those cards empty or they have like uh, some kind of, you know, like instructions of a target or something? Um, the the cards just say many things incorporated on the outside of each of the boxes along the spines, but because they're packed into a box, you can't see anything else. I will open them up then. You Let's... open up the pack of cards? Yeah. Okay, do you draw a card? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So, type in type into the thing. Go ro forward slash roll, and then one d twenty three. Oh no! Sorry, twenty two. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, I guess it's number. Okay. You draw this card and. It has like a dark shadowy figure just sort of like whispering in the ear of a king on a throne. And this thought enters your mind that you suddenly have insight. You have the ability to draw upon like information and answer any question that you would like to meditate upon. Uh... You, you suddenly understand like a tiny fraction of the universe and you can direct that wherever you would like it. Like, what do you want to understand? Where are we? How to get out of here? That's what you meditate upon. Just let me have a little look. See. Problem. Hold on. I'm just gonna check. That's a. It's a broad question. 
<laughs> so Sean, like uh, before, I think it was before you joined. Oh yeah, it was. So me and Arunas, or me and Milksteak, we found our way to this uh, Many Things Incorporated. I, we probably told you about a recap. By, you know, we were doing, uh, like, we were kind of on a slightly different adventure, exploring, doing stuff, walking through this, like, maze of, like, stuff. And we found the deck, a deck of cards that we draw. We drew, I think, a couple. One of them gave us some gold. One of oh, them yeah. cursed us. And there was, like, one of them made us take damage. There was a couple of little bits and bobs they did. And then suddenly one of the cards that Arunas drew led us. It was like a golden card, like a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory type situation where it, the card kind of right. <laughs> created this portal that we went through. And then we were many things incorporated to audition to become these hunters for card stuff. Oh, right. Yeah, that rings a bell. Yeah. So I'm guessing these pack of cards that we're now opening are literally, you know, packed cards that are like written like in decks that uh, they will send out to random places in the multiverse whatever it is that we are in yeah and, yeah yeah uh, like the one we found and was, i guess it's also the kind of stuff that we've been collecting to put in the cards is the kind of stuff that we're now opening to find out so some of them are going to be good some of them are going to fuck us up that's why it's a... yeah that was just like that, that kind of that's good recap we... Really good recap. Yeah. So as you meditate okay. upon how do we get out of here, the answer comes to you, you must draw cards. There are two, perhaps more, that may help you, but many more that may hinder you. All right, I'll, 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 I'll tell the guy. Is there some sort of look thing? Like, can we, get, can we be more lucky? Uh luck yeah i'm wondering if there's like a way of enhancing your look or something when you're drawing cards or <laughs> specifically drawing cards or anything but no uh, i guess not i don't think luck is a is a is an attribute right not a thing is it no it's a like, ability but it's not an attribute right well i don't have this ability um all right, anyone else want to draw? I'll, I'll offer the... Yeah, draw it. <laughs> should I take a new pack, or should we continue drawing on this one? That card did disappear, so he just would be unable to theoretically, based on your understanding of the deck, draw the same card. Make an arcana check, Aska. Oh, wow. Did, did you roll a 20? Uh, a 15 plus 5. Oh, nice. Okay. You're confident that each pack of cards is its own, like magical uh, arcane ecosystem. So if you've drawn one card from one pack, that card disappears from that pack. But that card, if they're all the same, would still be in the other packs. So you could theoretically draw the same card from 20 different packs in a row. I see. If you just got incredibly lucky. Yeah, yeah. So sure. if you choose from a different pack, you're choosing from a full pack. But if you choose from the same one, there's one card less. Yeah. 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 Cool. Let's stick with this one then and see until we yeah. find That's one that helps us. Okay, roll a d22 for me. We'll just take turns here. Uh, I think Sean just rolled one. What? That was oh, ages yeah. ago. Uh, yeah, when yeah, I, I was supposed to. Yeah, okay, I'll roll it now. So roll one d22. Mm-hmm. Okay, with a 12. 
Okay. Uh, Milkstake's body collapses to the ground, limp, and Milkstake, I'll deal with that later, but you just watch his body collapse to the ground, lifeless. You see the card just before it disappears. It has like a black hole on it where all these like lines, like an ocean, like a black ocean is disappearing into this hole. And then the card goes and disappears. All right. I love, I love this. I love this situation that you guys are in. You're literally on like a deserted Island, no way off the Island. And the only way to get off the Island is to possibly kill yourselves in the process. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We're literally gambling with our lives. Yeah. Yeah, this shit took a weird ass turn, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So with 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 um, D and D generally, are there like loads of different ways of going? Like, if this this wasn't inevitable, this was just choices we made. Yeah, it it really depends. Like, if you didn't pick up the card that brought you here, if you didn't choose that yeah. card, if you took a different turn in the dungeon to like left or right or straight or back or yeah, forward, yeah. or if you. Uh-huh. It could have anything could have could have happened really, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I love that that Joachim when he had the ability to answer any question in the universe, he was like, <laughs> "How do I how do I fix my present physical issue?" <laughs> yeah, I will think. Should I, should I go with something more like I don't know deeper meaning of stuff and the self and shit, but. Like, how does that help me now? Like, <laughs> gonna... Draw the cards. <laughs> like, yeah. you're you're a deeply deeply practical man. I think it is revealed, or your character is. Yes. What's my present situation like? And how how can I make it better? How can I fix this? Yeah. That was good. I think though, if right? you're floating in a void, that's perfectly reasonable. Yeah, that was great. I I really I really enjoyed that. Well done, guys. And that is where we will end the session. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you have any suggestions or any ideas that we should incorporate, things you want to hear more of, things you would like to hear less of, just let us know at thewronghandspodcast at gmail.com. So T-H-E-W-R-O-N-G-H-A-N-D-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com